Ready? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast, bringing you the latest, the laughter, and the lessons we learn along the way. The lemon is what leaves the sour taste in our mouths. The pepper is that hot topic that has everybody talking, and the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. Join the conversation on Twitter and Facebook at Lemon Pepper Wet and Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. I'm Bethany. And I'm Christina. Cheers. There was a cheers that happened. There it is. Uh, <laughs> it's cans. Uh, <laughs> drinking on that good old PBR. PBR always reminds me of MJQ. Yeah. And just East Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. In it general. just reminds me of going to get fucked up. Early 20s. I mean, it's so cheap. Because at one point, we were buying PBRs for a dollar. Yeah. At one point. Somewhere oh, in the city. What's the inflation like? How I much? think it's like 250 to 3 now. Maybe 3 for a tall boy or 350 for a tall boy. But mm, Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> it was never that expensive. <clears throat> no, I know. So we're back on this gloomy Sunday evening. Um, we were tricked. This week, mm-hmm. it was 80 degrees. I had all my windows down. I had no <laughs> layers on. Yeah. And now it's fucking freezing. So I, I really don't know. Is this what global warming global looks like? Global warming looks like, right. It can be tricky sometimes. I don't know. Like, you know what? I won't show my ignorance. Yeah, that's okay. There's a lot of, to learn about that. But I I'll think in general, I'm just like... I just want the winner to be the winner. That well, that's what it is. Yeah, it's I know. cold as shit right now. Well, now it is. Yeah. And then I was a little confused because I'm like, I enjoy the weather. I know we're not supposed to have it, but I'm also <laughs> not prepared to be sweating in February yeah, at all. Doesn't feel right. Anyway, so this week on Lemon Pepper Wet, we're gonna discuss our dab in depth. Yeah, you guys had a lot to say about it. So. Uh, I didn't really think we were gonna get. I mean, <laughs> I, I never. I keep my expectations low, yeah, just same. you know, in self preservation. Same. But you guys really showed up and showed out with the responses. I know. And it's so interesting because I guess maybe we should look. This is where our. Um, what is it? The stats come in. Analytics. Analytics comes in because it's like, what questions are really like piquing your interest? So it was very interesting that you guys had. It's also definitely of the time. Like this is what's going on in the world. Everyone has a cause or an issue. What's your purpose in life? What's your purpose? What brings you joy and passion and whatever. How will you make your mark on this world? (laughs) Okay. So let's start with Instagram, eh? Yeah. Um, so starting out with, oh, and just so you know, the, the dab was, yeah. do you feel pressure to be a social justice warrior? I think that even, I don't know. Cause I'm trying to think of not 2019 compared to late sixties, early seventies, maybe okay. <clears throat> it was much it, we really don't understand how dire it was to be a quote unquote social justice warrior. Like, as a black person in America, or especially in the Deep South, you might not have had an option to do anything else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It or was just kind I of like. I think it was a, a lot more dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of justice warrioring yeah. is happening on the internet. But then, where yeah. people can, like, be safely behind their screens, talking mm-hmm. that talk. Mm-hmm. But back 
then people were literally, I mean, putting their lives on the, on the not, front not line. Not to say that not that, that isn't that, happening yeah, today, exactly. But I think it was a lot more prevalent, and it, it almost seems like necessary. Ne- yeah, out of necessity, you just had to. Like you couldn't, you couldn't just traverse these streets. And again, we understand that black people's lives are still constantly threatened on a daily for yeah. no reason at all. We understand that, but I think just the comparatively. It's just exponentially less um, harmful these days. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say that and... and Okay, but look, I'm going to say something later on, but I don't think you should apologize for what you're about to say. Well, no, I just... All I'm going to say is like... I don't want to diminish anybody's personal experience. I know that there are plenty of people both on the news and off the news, both who we know about and we don't know about, um, that have dealt with similar, if not worse, circumstances than some of our ancestors did back in the late 60s and early 70s and before. Yeah. But I do think, and I guess I can just, I can only speak from personal experience. For For you personally? personally? (laughs) Um... I can only speak from personal experience to a degree. It's like on a daily, I don't feel threatened. Oh, like okay. just go leaving my home. This is what I'm saying. Like the, the things, the situations and circumstances that can drive you to be a quote unquote social justice warrior. Yeah. Like my daily life is pretty cush. I'm, I'm fortunate in that yeah. way. Yeah. And not to say You're that recognizing I'm completely, your privilege. yeah, I'm not oblivious to the fact that at any moment I could become a victim of senseless acts of violence towards people of color and black and brown bodies. I know that that is a possibility for me, but based on where I live, based on the support that I have here, based on the kind of work that I do on a daily that pays my bills, it's not, it's not at the forefront of my mind always. Mm. So I feel like just out of non-necessity like it's not necessary for me to have to be a social justice warrior just so that i can go to sleep and wake up every day i feel like for some other people that may be the case like they don't have a choice if you think about certain intersectionalities like if you're black and a trans person or if you're black and a gay like Mm -hmm. it might be a little bit more vital for you to have to speak out about certain issues and certain injustices more often okay I could see that. Um, I think on the last episode, I said I felt pressure. I did feel pressure to be one. Mm-hmm. And uh, d- if we're going to remove the veil of transparency, like I think uh, doing this show also puts pressure mm-hmm. on me having to know mm-hmm. and have a say in what's right and what I think is right and wrong. Yeah. Or like stand on one side of a yeah, cause. Or having a certain rhetoric or like the words to describe how you think about a situation. Exactly. It's not enough to just be like, I don't know. Well, I mean, we say it all the time. Like we I, don't know I a lot. literally about, don't know a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things <laughs> about a lot of things, but I, yeah, we, we've, we've touched on that even last season about how it's kind of propelled us into this place of like, just being more aware because, again, we, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we're privileged enough to have grown up in places where it was easy to kind of skirt around mm-hmm. those issues and still maintain safety and happiness and vitality. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say having a platform kind of automatically makes it seem like you have to be a social yeah. justice warrior 
And I don't really like putting that pressure on myself because sometimes I don't, like you said, I don't have the words mm-hmm. to explain eloquently enough how I feel about something or shit. I just might not care. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Um, earlier we were talking off air about the Gucci boycott and I Gucci don't. Gucci as in the, the brand, designer brand. Not, not Gucci, Gucci main. Never. Well, for right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Don't speak too soon. (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, Gucci's out here doing blackface (laughs) uh, clothing and people are boycotting. And to me, that means nothing to me because I don't have any Gucci. Like, I don't own any Gucci. It's not going to hurt me to not buy Gucci because I'm not buying Gucci. I'm not buying Gucci. This is like, this is too rich of a problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's. I'm not going to be out here screaming and marching about boycotting Gucci. Like, I that's mean, not I on my radar. I see how the bigger picture is to make commentary about consumerism, supporting black, black, buying black. And I think that, to me, that's probably, like, the extent of my interest, interest in, in yeah. this whole conversation goes. It's like, okay, see, I guess we just need to be more... We just need to be, buy black. Yeah. You know, like... If you didn't know, we do have a list of... Oh, we I think do. it's... I don't know how many is on there now, but it's I'll like... I'll look it up. We have a list of a lot of uh, black and I think indigenous also on that list. Um, clothing brands, like facial brands, makeup brands. So, and, and honestly, there's a lot of lists out there. That's on our website. Does our website work? Yeah, our <laughs> website definitely works. Okay. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> if you take a look at that, you can kind of... And I think that... All right. The list is called A Comprehensive List of Brands Owned by Black and Other POC. That's P-O-C. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And on this list, you have a lot of different things. Um apparel and accessories do i have decor you don't but you know people are smart Mm -hmm. um men's suits uh marketplace for poc designers jewelry head wraps handbags organic skincare hair care bath and body cruelty free cosmetics makeup and skincare furniture um, and then, of course, there's we buy we buy black, which dot is com. yeah, on, yeah. Dot com, which is an online market for black owned goods. Yeah, um, and then one of my favorite social justice warriors, mm-hmm. um, Shishi Rose on IG. She also in her story has a very very long list of black. Or not not POC, but just black brands that you can buy from. Blip 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 blip. Um, okay, well, yeah, so... Okay, let's get into it. Let's, let's, get, get, let's get into so the responses. you guys had a lot to say. Um, we'll start with IG. Do you feel pressure to be, pressure to be a social justice warrior? Um, we're going to start with CD Gray 89 Hey, girl! She says... <clears throat> Uh, oh, she, yes, she, hi, she says, yes and no. I want to let people know which side of the fence I'm on unapologetically, but <laughs> my rent is also due on the first of every month. All right. And Do, I think Don't that, let it affect your, uh, your, 
means. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I think that with social justice and activism, it's like you're all or nothing. Like, are you half stepping in? I see y'all real sometimesy. <laughs> but I think that what she's trying, if if I may, I, I feel like what I'm getting from her is that at the time that it takes to be a complete. warrior if you will and what we mean by that is just a person who is constantly um, on the front lines on the front lines giving educating rallying organizing organizing, marching all of that yeah so any cause at any point in time right Mm -hmm. as it pertains to injustice towards black people Mm -hmm. and i think that what she's saying is that it takes a lot of time to do that and a lot of that grassroots effort shit is not really paying the bills. It, it is a lot of volunteer work. So mm-hmm. who who has the time? And who like I said, us? and like I said last week, I don't feel like the responsibility should fall on black people necessarily. So do I feel guilty about saying that no, I don't feel pressure to be a social stu- social justice warrior and I'm not compelled to be on those front lines? No, because it should be somebody else that don't look like me. Mm. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Moving right on. Okay. Uh, only K77 said no, dot, 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 because I've been about that life. I hear that. Okay. Aye. So, cool. Um, capital underscore K, and that's capital with a K underscore K-A-Y. I wouldn't say I feel pressure, but I feel like I have a certain privilege that others don't, and it's kind of my responsibility to use it to advocate for the marginalized. I try to do that in my everyday life too, though not just on social media. Either way, I don't feel any pressure. LOL. Mm. What kind of person is Capital K? She's a black lady. Okay. Um, That's interesting that she said to advocate for the marginalized because she herself is a marginalized person. Yeah. But maybe not marginalized in the ways that we think. Like how we were were talking about you can have further intersections that do make you more marginalized than others. Okay. I get that. Um... But again, like you said, I think that having uh, acknowledging your privilege and recognizing that you may or may not have a responsibility is a kind of pressure. Because if you're not using your privilege for good, then what are you right. doing? Right. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I see where you're going with that. She also said something but. about doing it through social media. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a co-worker Tatiana shout out to Tatiana Hi, Tati. um and she, I asked her the same question and she said that it all boils down to like doing it for the gram basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that a lot of people that we see as social justice warriors are we're seeing them on the internet mm-hmm. and it kind of takes away the it, it takes away the meaning or the sentiment if you're constant, if you're just posting your work for likes, but in 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 saying that, I think that maybe people aren't necessarily just doing for likes. Like, how can you actually know what a person's intentions are? Because truly, the internet is the fastest way to reach people. It is, but I also think it. it what what she was going on to tell me is that a lot of issues we wouldn't know about or we wouldn't be upset about if someone wasn't already upset on the internet. Like, people are kind of losing their own way of thinking because it's being fed to them. So if 
your favorite your favorite influencer is mad about whatever. If your favorite influencer is mad about Gucci, so you don't have no Gucci, but now you're mad at Gucci. Yeah. You know, it's right. it's stuff like that you would have never known if you weren't on the internet. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, that's one example. Is this like a catch twenty two though? Is there any benefit to? having access to so much knowledge and i could pare it down personally you could pare <laughs> I, it down. I need less options yeah. like i need less info to sort through you know i need less do opinions. you feel like it's too the, loud sometimes do you feel like the okay this is just an example, but yeah. remember when there were slaves being bought and sold? Was that last year or the year before? I think the year before. Um, in Northern Africa. Mm-hmm. And I think about how I got information. Granted, I was very young at the time, but pre-internet like age. Oh, okay. I thought you meant two years ago. No. <laughs> Go on. No, like pre-internet age. <laughs> like, how did I find out about things that were happening in the world? The only reason I even, I, the only reason I didn't know about nine eleven happening when it was happening, and not seven hours after it happened, once I got home, was because my teacher turned it on the TV. Yeah, I didn't have a cell phone. That gave me an alert that would have given me access to that knowledge sooner, quicker. Definitely something that I needed to know. Like, similarly, like, a slave trade happening halfway across the world. Like, I don't watch the news per se. And it's like, how would I be getting my world news if it weren't the internet? And I'm not and I'm not saying that's a bad way to get the news. But I am saying it is so oversaturated Mm. with issues that it's like i can't be upset about everything Mm -hmm. yeah i I can't be i can't be mad about everything i I gotta pick and choose i think we say that often it's like you can't be mad about anything and then in certain cases i think that the anger is kind of misplaced or displaced it's like we want to be mad at what the creators the uh, creative directors of Gucci or whoever. We keep going back to Gucci and none of us have Gucci. Go on. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But we want to be mad at them like, oh, I can't believe you're whoop, 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 whatever. But then it's also like, okay, what if they just did what they did and we not necessarily boycotted them for three months, but... Shout out to you, T.I. But... Tip, Paris. <laughs> um, but if we just really started refocusing on buying black, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like then it would never be a conversation or would it be a conversation that we would still be having if oh. black people weren't buying Gucci? I don't, I don't know if it would necessarily be a conversation, but more like a look at those old copying ass, old mm-hmm, racist that, mm-hmm. you know, it would be more like commentary. Yeah. As opposed to like, Oh, there needs to be a call to action. And also, um, there was oh god i swear i want to have these things pulled up before we start talking about <laughs> so them. many things There's guys so many things but somebody tweeted um the new marketing Who strategy is, somebody? is it a black person i have to yeah it was definitely a black person but the new marketing strategy is based off black outrage mm-hmm. and it's like every time we yeah. get mad about something sales go up mm-hmm. streams go up like 
we are making the things we hate popular by talking about them all the fucking time mm-hmm. and being mad about them and funny, even like making jokes and memes about mm-hmm. them, even though like we're really great at turning our pain into comedy, yeah. which is kind of sad. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> Laugh at my pain. Right. Um, but yeah, like I, I get it. It's gonna. It's definitely got an adverse effect. Okay, let's keep keep going. Keep going. <clears throat> um, let's see. Where did I stop? You left with capital, capital K. K. Um, oh, pause. It was Trevrich HD. He okay. said, "Black outrage is the number one marketing tool in America." I okay. liked and retweeted. Go on. Um, I sent Kofa of two woke girls podcast. Hey boo. Um, I don't feel pressured per se. I just feel like I have to have a responsibility and a duty, which isn't any better because either way, activism is tiring work and it takes a toll on you mentally and physically. Period. Always, always on the same wavelength. Yeah. Like I fully 1000% agree. Yeah. It, it really isn't any better having that responsibility, which again, I'm, I'm, I need someone to clarify why it's our responsibility, but it's just cause we're black. Like it's, we're black. So we have to deal with things that we, we didn't get ourselves into the situation. No, <laughs> y'all did this. Now fix right. it. Please. Um, lemon underscore squeeze underscore man. <laughs> nope. Dot, 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 dot. I try and do what I can when I can because I can. Right. Amen. Louder for the people in the back. That's the tip I'm on. Yeah. For sure. Um, and then Bobina just says, nah, da, nah, period, LOL. <laughs> um, and then Domino 13, number 13, mm-hmm. nah, period, being a social justice warrior doesn't keep a roof over my head or food in my mouth. I feel like, I mean, the sentiments here on IG over here, we're all kind of... IG is about that bag <laughs> and about that, self, that mental health preservation. IG is about securing the bag and securing your mental and physical state of being. Health. And I can't, I can't be mad at them. Yeah. Um, moving on to Twitter... Uh, you know what? We have some very smart followers mm-hmm. and like very, I don't know. I fuck with y'all. Um, uh, oh, Sheila says, hmm, I don't really feel pressure to be a social justice warrior, but if I have a thought or opinion on something, then I'll certainly express that. Uh, you know warrioring. what? I was just thinking about, um, how many of these people are black versus how many of our non-black followers responded to this Mm. there is one person who is of a lighter shade i don't know how you identify sir but they're all they're all black they're all black black. black. (laughs) um team whitfield three says feel pressure no if i ask my opinion on a topic i'll gladly give it in my time if i believe in it ladies doing stuff podcast hey y'all hey great question everything going on has certainly changed the way i think about the world i even changed my career to help alleviate that Mm -hmm. but by no means am i about to march on washington a hundred and that was amber that said that um and i think that kind of takes it to another level like if there is something you feel so strongly about Mm -hmm. why not dedicate your life to helping out with that issue, mm-hmm. make money and make a change at the same time. Mm-hmm. We know people like that. Mm-hmm. Priya, mm-hmm. talking about you. Um, 
And I kind of feel like that's the ultimate way to be a social justice warrior. Yeah. That's the smartest way to do it. Yeah. But, but again, again, it, some some would argue that <laughs> if any amount of money worth my mental... Think about how hard Priya fucking works, bro. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Priya works all the time. Y'all, she works so fucking hard. And and even, even 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 when it is your life work, it's not easier mm-hmm. to create the change that you want to see. It's not necessarily. I mean, like you said, it's taxing. It's still taxing mentally. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, um, moving on. Uh, Shay Amaro. See, I always love when she responds because she always brings that heat. She said, not externally, but I feel compelled to do something, say something. But I think your protest evolves with you and your stage of life. In college, I marched. Now I'm about to. Now I'm about economic empowerment and ownership. I don't debate because I don't see a point anymore. But I do keep a Black History wall at my desk to educate. Book of the week, fact of the day, based on the theme of the week. I'm extra, lol. So she's kind of on her like passive activism. Yeah, which I'm not mad at too. I think that that definitely gives you a happy balance. It's like if you want to come over here for this kind of activism, you're going to take it how I'm going to give it to you. I think that a lot of times what you'll find in very prominent social justice warriors that also happen to be on the internet or have a platform on the internet, you'll find that you become berated by non-black people Mm -hmm. as if you owe them this. Like, you owe them your social justice activism. Like, Mm -hmm. you should be teaching us how to be allies. Or your knowledge. Yeah, teach us how to be allies. Teach us what to say and what not to say. Explain to me why blackface is wrong. Just explain it to me. You being upset, you being mad is not making any advances in the discourse. So just explain it to me. Just do it for me. And about blackface, if I if I may, if I will, um, I feel like anyone doing blackface still in 2019, because there's still people who are going to put on black makeup as a costume this Halloween, mm-hmm. you're fucking, you're on some bullshit. Like, there's no way you don't know that is offensive. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just some things that I feel like should not be explained like this doesn't need to be explained to you i mean and that's where that's where you go back to her saying what was her name i'm sorry who shamar yeah you i don't feel the need to debate anymore yeah because you're gonna continue to play dumb yeah you're gonna continue and it's just gonna piss you off even more and like there there's a saying somewhere out there in the world probably on like a painting in ross like (laughs) he who angers you controls you you know and i refuse to give anyone the satisfaction of me being mad or like what is it arguing with a fool or something what's the one about arguing with a fool has makes two fools yeah or something like that i don't know i don't know y'all get it y'all know what we say all right uh be short dev says it's a weird feeling Part of me wants to speak out. Part of me wonders what I can actually accomplish. Debating online is like shooting a bird inside your own house. Mm -hmm. Preach. (laughs) Wow. What an analogy. Yes. And that's true. Um, The Extra Regular Podcast says, I think folks should realize that being a warrior looks different for different folk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as someone mentioned earlier, it looks like ownership. Others, it may be education, uplift, etc. Recognizing that may take some pressure off. Yeah. Okay. That's a beautiful, 
beautifully driven home point. Like that I, makes me feel comforted. Yeah, because yeah. It, that is true. Like activism and uh, social justice change, I think, comes in different parts. There's a lot of different segments to it. Like she said, educate education may be your thing. Throwing money at a cause that you believe in. <laughs> yeah, if just you see it, or that, even simply if you see a GoFundMe for someone in need mm-hmm. because of right whatever could be the case yeah and you want to donate to that person yeah that's i mean a form of activism i bro, feel i follow so many black sex therapists black uh educators and other realms it's like you could really just be venmoing these people your money yeah for the work that the they people do. who are out here putting their center. bodies and yeah. their faces on the front line yeah that's pay them true. give them their coin yeah um, Flunked Fiction says, yes, but only topics and injustices that have affected me or my family heavily, to be honest. Every battle does not need to be fought, but I'm not able to fight every battle, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And mental I agree. There, preservation. There, there's like, I, I'm always going to be vocal about any violence against women or children. Mm-hmm. Um... That's personally, that's my cause that I feel very strong. Yeah. You know? Same. I would say the same. Um, And our last response comes from our favorite happy belated Dre. He says, I feel... Congratulations. Oh, congratulations on your little belated Dre. Um, (laughs) I feel no pressure if I'm speaking slash working with people that I think might be with the same shits as myself. (laughs) But I can honestly say that I've been in some situations where I felt pressure to act because I could clearly see my interests wasn't being represented well or well enough. Mm. I wanted more clarification on that and he didn't give it to me but what did you ask i i said can you can you clarify well, I that guess like what like, situations do you feel like you like okay think about in an art community mm-hmm. um if you go to some sort of workshop or if you go to and you like you like it's just representation like if you feel like whatever the themes or motifs of this workshop may be may not directly benefit you because of who you are and what you look like. You're a black man in a room full of non-black people. Maybe in those cases, he might feel pressure to stand up for, for all. Yeah, okay. Or like yes. a certain representation in a certain, I don't know. No, that no, no. That does make sense. Okay. That actually makes sense. And <clears throat> I felt that way too, but I don't know. And the situation that comes up mostly is work situations because mm-hmm. that's usually yes, where I'm a lot outnumbered. Of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's mostly where I'm outnumbered. So I feel like my presence is a representation yeah. for multiple black people. Oh, yes. Okay. Unfortunately. So, perfect example. I, since I went on, off on my boss, it was last year, like the beginning of last year. Maybe it was even 2017. But. Mm-hmm. She was griping about, and I get it. I get it. Every, <laughs> every, uh, what am I? Like health professional, uh-huh. medical health professional. The one, the one thing that we can't stand is a non-compliant patient, right? Yeah. Is a person, a patient who's like, oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. But then you go home and you don't do what you're told to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you see it on my 600 pound life when they're oh like, oh my God. Granted, we know there's a, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. nuance. It's nuance. But 
But that, yes. But that's the point that needs to be made because there was a black woman who had everything that my doctor had something to say to her. She had something to say in rebuttal. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and she comes out of the room. My doctor, my boss is a white woman and the patient was a black woman. And she comes out of the room and she's like, I just don't understand. Like, she acts like I'm not trying to help her. She acts like, I mean, I just don't get it. And then I I, I snapped a little bit. Yes. I was just like, well. Did you break it down for her? Did you I, tell her quickly, about herself? As quickly as I could, I just explained to her the history of black women and obstetrics. I'm like, why should she trust you? Yeah. She has every reason not to trust you. Right. And it was one of those situations where I don't know how my boss received it. And also, you have to kind of temper the situation. Like, I can't really go off on my boss. You know what I'm saying? But I am going to give you a piece of my mind at the mm-hmm. very least. You know what I'm saying? Because I see it's your frustration is out of your ignorance. Like mm-hmm. the fact that you aren't able to see. You're like, not wondering why won't Why she is she so yeah. distrustful of me? You know what I'm saying? What what experience has she been through? And, you know, this black woman is telling me all of this before the doctor comes in. You know, I felt like my last doctor just wasn't listening to me. You know, I wanted to explore some alternative, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, you just want her to say, yeah, I'll do whatever you say, white woman, as it pertains to my body and my baby. But it's like, why under, if you think about the history of this country, why should she ever do that? Mm. So in that moment... I felt pressure to be a social justice warrior. Okay. You know, like, because then we had to have a whole conversation about what is it, the Tuskegee syphilis trials, and, oh like, God. all this shit. I'm like, this... This is something that you, as as a person in your level of your professional career, should know. Exactly. And the fact Period. that Period. Not know, even, like, you being white or black or whatever. She should you know should it. You should just know the she history. Sh- she should know it. And the fact that she doesn't know it, I, it's one of those things I can't think too heavily about blaming her because because what I know is something that I had to really seek out eight years into into being in practice. Like I didn't have, I didn't myself have the knowledge, even as a black person, yeah. of how medicine in this country has treated and disregarded black bodies in the past. Yeah, I didn't have that knowledge. But it was something that I seeked out because it was pertaining to me. And in this case, I'm glad that I was equipped with anything, anything to say to her. Like, she really doesn't have a reason to trust you. you yeah. Know? And, you know, she gave me this, like, dumbfounded, little, like. head tilt. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. So I get that, Dre. I get what you're saying about. I get it. Feeling I, pressure. I get it. After you broke it down, I'm aware. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. And I feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all the responses we got from the Twitter and the Instagram. But thank you guys. Yeah, what thank a you good for joining the conversation on Facebook and Twitter. Well, on Twitter and ID. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, free twenty one. That was a situation that came out of left field. I think for everyone, everyone was like, "Um, what, Sir Twenty One Savage?" Mm-hmm. I don't understand. But unfortunately. <clears throat> Immigration cases like his happen far too often to kids that are brought over when they're very young. So it's like he had he had no he had no hand in his immigration mm-hmm. status at all. So mm-hmm. I also think it's really interesting that they arrested him after he's been in this country for so long and has had run-ins with authorities. Mm-hmm. But he on the heels of him announcing his. Uh... Owning his masters or whatever. Own that. Him owning his masters. And um, he has a song with J. Cole called A Lot. 
which is really good. The video is also really good. Um, but he added another verse to it and he performed it on some late night show. And it's he's talking about border control and ICE and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, shit, that's crazy that they picked him up like days after that performance. Yeah. So it's it's so, something going small, right? I mean, it's not crazy, but it's, it's like, like the conspiracies are all true. You guys, they're listening to us. They're on to us. They're <laughs> watching us. They're all true. It's all true. Uh, it's. So fucked up, but um, free twenty one, and I hope that situation gets better for him for sure. Um, yeah. If you guys want to talk to us on social media? You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Lemon Pepper Wet, Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. Don't forget, you can always email us at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod at gmail.com. And we have some personal accounts as well. We have personal accounts. Drop your ass. C dot C D O T Andrews. On IG. On IG. That's all I do. Um, and mine is Bethane the Drug on IG. Although I I don't know. You go. I'll go you back go to in waves. I go I go in waves. I'll get back to Instagram one day. Um, but that's about it. Until next time. We love you guys so much. Thank you so so much much for all the support. Like, it's so weird because when I hear other people say that, I'm like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut your lying ass. You're lying ass. You're lame ass. But really, seriously, (laughs) it really like all, however many of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.